What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. It is time for Great Match Generator with Danny Kugler and Adam Geary. Welcome to Great Match Generator. We have a new intro. We have everything set up now. Ain't that the truth, Adam? Yeah, let's go. We've been, it's been a while. Uh, just, yeah, off and on. I uh, got a new job, so I should be able to record more often. Yeah. A, a different job. Wow. Yeah. Thank God you got a different job, man, because... That job, that other job you had was killing you. It took, dude, just trying to adjust to the hours. It took me a calendar year to still suck at it, to still suck at getting like used to that. But I guess it, you know, decades of being not decades, but you know, years and years of not working those hours, you get adjusted. Yeah. So <laughs> it's justice, honestly. Yeah. Um, but, but we are here for a great match generator. You went to Forbidden Door. I sure did. And what did some great matches get generated there? God damn. God damn. Half the card was, more than half the card was like four and a quarter, four and a half. I'm like. So I. I And another one. And another one. And another one. Yeah. so, like, I, you know, I, I typically make a rule not to go, like, crazy at shows. But, like, this time around, I was like, all right, I'm just going to have, like, a beer or two and, like, actually watch this. And, like, I watched, like, the pre-show and I was kind of, like, 
in like reviewer mode a little bit. So I was like, I was like, oh yeah, that swerve match, the swerve Keith Lee match. You know, that's I'd give that four and a quarter. By the time like we were two matches into the main card, I was like, no, nah, fuck this. <laughs> this this show's awesome. Like I'm not in nerd mode. I'm just gonna scream for hours. Yeah. And not have beers, but scream, though. Yes. Because you don't want to not remember your experience at Rendor. Right. And it was, it, was such a, it was such a high, like, you know what I mean? Because there's only, you know, like, there's, it's cool going to, like, a Dynamite or whatever. Or just, I don't know, a random show. A, a, an indie show, whatever. That's, like, a once in a... How many shows have been that great? Like American pay-per-views have been that great ever. Once in a generation pay-per-view. Yeah. yeah so it certainly is Ollie there. What did um, you What did you have as match of the night for that? Um, Osprey Cassidy. I yeah, same. I couldn't even like it. Just kept go like. They, I just, I don't think I've bit on near falls that much at any show ever, any match. Uh, I'd have to really think. Because you I got was fighting on near falls at the theater. And I was like, oh shit. How how was it at the theater? Did you get to watch the whole show? I did get to watch the whole show. Okay, you didn't get the revolution experience. Me and Josh. <laughs> <laughs> I was so mad. Thank God for having other. <sighs> whatever you know what i mean so yeah we were at the theater and it just cuts out in the middle of the battle of the atoms but yeah no the Philly theater was very good so so i watched it in university city um and it was it was glorious honestly i uh, and I, I i saw beast mike for the first time in four and a half years oh wow it was. It's been that long because we've talked obviously for 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 since then and since. But we haven't seen each other because pandemic and he had a kid and and everything like that. So it's been like four and a half years. So yeah. Um. Yeah. It was crazy fun night like uh my buddy tony he'd never been to a pay-per-view like that and like you know we're from cincinnati moxley's his dude so like you know he gets to see moxley have this great moment and uh tony's stepdad came with us and he's you know he'd never seen nothing like that like in person either and um i got to meet up with trish of course you know so this is fun fun time fun times you know what else was fun Watching these matches. Yeah. You know what? It was fun. It was. Have. I, I even the one the one I'm gonna I guess technically if I'm thinking about it, that's kind of the main event here, because that would be the last one in chronological order. I had fun just making jokes about it and stuff and just talking to people on Discord because like it just had such a pace where I was like, Oh, I can like stop and talk in between. But yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um but we have John Boat versus Liano Pellettini from France. 
1957. And then we're going to Janitro Tenru and Stan Hansen versus Giant Baba and Russia Kimura from All Japan Pro Wrestling in November of 1989. And then we're going to the Real World Tag League final of 1997, Mr. Haru Misawa and Junakiyama versus Toshiaki Kawada and Akira Tawe, the Holy Demon Army from November of 1997. And then we have Undertaker versus Kane from WrestleMania 14, 329, <laughs> 1998. <laughs> and we have the chocolate. I, I can't even hold back the evil. The evil laugh just—I <laughs> um, can't wait to get to that one. Let's talk about France, though. Yeah, uh, which so, was really a TV show. Yeah, because... I so I had no I had no context going in, so like I was like, I'm like this is joined in progress, but it's thirty eight minutes long. I'm like, how? Because how I I had the YouTube comment where. Did you see the, that YouTube comment where it said it joined two minutes in and then you watched the match? It's so I didn't know. I just I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah so the match really started two minutes in. OK, so I just I was like, it was a finish of one match. And then the, 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 the real match, the real okay. match was that. It was just, yeah, I was like, God damn, join in progress. It's 38 minutes. Do they have a fucking, were they doing 60-minute classics back in France, 1957? I was like, shit. No, they were not. But they they were having some fun, though. They were having some fun. Yeah, they were out there. Dude, it was was fun. I mean, it's pretty, like, I mean, we do this every time we have one of these France matches. It's pretty revolutionary grappling for its time. Not even just grappling. Some of it's kind of, like, more high-spotish, too. Like, Yeah, it is high-spotish. It's, um, when I say high-spotish, I don't mean, like, a, a, a fucking Young Bucks match or, like, swerves out there. But, like, you know, I don't know. You know what I mean. Like it's, it's building pretty, to a high spot. Yeah. Um, and and it's building through these head scissors, these power bombs, these weird little holds, and it's it's fun. It's just fun. I can't it's, rate it. Yeah, because you can't. There's like you can kind of under. Okay, so I I had this in my notes. It's like it's you, you, the commentary. There's the language barrier. But you could say that for your average, you know, lucha match Japanese, or, or Japanese. Japanese match. But like, you know, we've all, well, not we all, but like me and you, we've watched enough King's Road or whatever, or lucha, where like, we understand the psychology. We know who the, I don't want to say baby guy, fix it, but you know, and we understand some of the story where it's like, oh, this is playing off that spot from that match and stuff like that you don't really get that with this. So you're just kind of dropped in the thing and like, yeah, it's yeah. Yeah. You're kind of lost and you're just like, I don't know, three, (laughs) you know? Yeah. I, I just didn't even want to rate it just because I didn't rate it. I didn't rate it, but you know, 
I don't think it's I don't think it's fair to rate it because it's just like no, you know, it's not where, fair. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, I it's a unique relic. Yeah, it's it's cool for like it's cool to see, but like it just in terms of rating it, I just I don't know. Like I'm not gonna write Titanes El Ring from 1981 from Argentina either. Yeah, those are fun though. Those, those are, are fun. fun. No, no, I was watching that earlier on Ryan Satin's stream. On yeah, Ryan Satin had a stream where he was watching Titanus El Ring, and it it was honestly fun. It was honestly what? fun. What? No, what? What is this? <laughs> I don't know why I was tuned into it, but it was fun. But it's just. No, it's the randomness of it. Like, you, I don't think you could have said anyone more random to me for Titanus L. Ring. You know what I mean? Like, uh, no offense to Brian Satin or anything. I just wasn't expecting that. Sorry. But it, it was fun for what it was. It, 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 it really was fun. Um, but I really like this. I had fun watching it. It flew by. I wasn't looking at my phone. Yeah, same. So, so I give it credit for that. So, let's move on to nice. this barn burner. Um, Janichiro Tenru and Stan Hansen teaming versus Giant Baba and Rusher Kimura from All Japan Pro Wrestling. November 29th, 1989. This one, it was, it was weird to me. Like it has the typical, like big match eighties, all Japan start where it's just like instant, like bonkers. bonkers. Yeah. And then they get into, like, they went straight into, I mean, they went straight into basically building a, a baby face in peril, which was really cool. But yeah, the Russia Russia Kimura being the baby face in peril, and then and then Baba getting a hot tag. Yeah, and it it builds to that, and um, you know Russia's um, Russia's bleeding, pretty good color. Um, yeah, good color. It, it was good color. Yeah, it was really good color. Um, I, they were pile driving him. It was, <laughs> it was just insane. Hanson and Tenru put a good beating on Russia Kimura. I liked um I liked that Baba just getting onto the apron was like this pop, you know, where they instantly started cheering for him as soon as he got on the apron. So you almost I got like, the crowd was more lively for this match than the ninety seven match we watched. Okay, yeah. I was gonna make that yeah, I was gonna get into that later. But um which it's weird, it's kinda you see I don't know, I'll elaborate on how I feel about it later, but when we get to that match. But um the crowd was super hot and you get like two you get two hot tag spots um, like in concession basically, like because Baba gets on the apron, it's like a high spot a hot tag spot. Then he gets the actual tag and that's also like a hot tag spot. Yeah. And um <clears throat> you know, there's there there got to be points where there was, uh, we talked about this on the phone earlier, where it was like, um, 
kind of like soft offense. I, I guess that's just you kind of got to take that with Baba sometimes, right? Um, with like the overhand right. drops and stuff, especially you know he's he's kind of at the end of falling down. He's kind of at the end of his peak by eighty nine. You know, not the end of his peak, but you know what I mean. He's it's almost time to phase him down to where he's kind of like just your mid card comedy guy legend. Um, and then um, does start to drag a little bit, and then they start kind of throwing bombs. Um, they um, just yeah, they they just keep working, and um, they get Hanson Hanson and uh, uh, Tenru working over Baba, cutting off Kamara, and um, I liked some of that, like some of the cutoff spots especially where they would cut off Kamara from making saves and then um the i i really like the 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 finish sequence where tenru like goes for the power bomb baba does like flips him over his head you know does the bridge and then tenru still ends up hitting the power bomb it was pretty good i i gave it four I gave it four and a quarter. It was the crowd heat really elevated it for me. Yeah, yeah. We're always within a quarter stop of each other. I I can't remember what you said about the match we have to do later, but uh, I think we might be a little bit further off than normal. We might be further off. We might be further off on that one. Um, but. Yeah, I got distracted by this uh, Danielson Kamala match. <laughs> He's watching a... Danielson Kamala, which resurfaced. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think was it rediscovering YouTube? A couple... One of them. Someone posted. I think or no, I think it's um. Who was it? Oh, an honorable mention. The uh, oh yeah, the Ring of Honor podcast. Not like yeah. sponsors Ring of Honor, but yeah. Um, yeah, I gotta watch that match. That match sounds like it rules. Um, but going back to the Rush Gamora match, um, it, it Rush Rusher was the performer of the match. Yeah, I say so. Taking I the color, so. taking the beating, and then Baba was there, and then Tenru and Hansen just beat the crap out of both of them. Yeah, pretty much. Let's talk about this 97 tag, Real World Tag League Final. And something was missing. It's so what I was going to say, like, I feel like if we if we sat here and just did. I mean, this isn't like super historic historian knowledge or anything, but I feel like if you started doing like chronological. Yeah, you would notice there's a point as you get into 97, 98, where you start to see the crowds kind of falling off a little bit more and more. And it's not like something that happens overnight where, like, there's just this one great match in 1996 and then, like, the crowds are just never the same. It's just, it's a a progression. And, I mean, it obviously led to what it led to where, you know, there was infighting in the company and they split and formed Noah. Um, I liked this. This had a fast start, but it wasn't like, um, it wasn't like a fast start. Like they started like, I don't know. It kind of felt like a 
Southern indie hot start. Like it was like yeah, it was a Southern but, indie type hot start where yeah, it wasn't yeah. like it wasn't like fast, fast, go, go, go. Yeah, um, it, it was more Southern, like I meant like Southern territory. You know, you know what I meant. Yeah, Sorry. yeah, you know what I mean. Southern territory hot start where they single out like, one person. Yeah. Uh, Masawa hits a tiger bomb early. That's my second note, which usually is a pretty good sign. Um, if like we're just doing, yeah, tiger bombs. Uh, and then like it's what's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at hero.co. It's they're just doing they're going. It felt like they were going through the motions, but it felt like they could have gone through the same motions a year or two prior and the crowd. Oh, yeah. There. And that's what would have. And I don't mean going going through the motions for Masawa, Kawada, Tawe and Ju uh, Nakayama is like still some Insane. of the best shit you'll ever see. So that I don't want it to. We're also like grading this on such a curve because we're comparing it to. You know, all of these great, great all, all Japan, Japan matches. Yeah, yeah. And we we've seen the best all Japan matches of all time, and then this one comes, and you're like, eh, yeah, this is not the best. But and the best part is the best part is spoiler, guys. We're both going to give this like four and three quarter. Yeah, <laughs> which means like that's the scale we're we on. We didn't hate it. Yeah, it means like it's still like an all timer. But yeah. um it starts to pick up after a while. I don't even remember what uh, they like. Start double teaming Kawada. Kawada selling, and they start trying to get um, Kawada selling here was incredible, incredible. Yeah. And I think that's where it started to pick up because I had just I had just written down something's missing here, and then I typed on Discord. I was like something. Uh, someone made a joke. They were just all oh, the fucking and body. Wait till Kawada sells. Well, someone, so I posted the link to the match and someone was joking, like doing the body shaming shit that we've seen on Twitter from the past few days where uh, they were like, yeah, there's not enough muscly men in this just joking around with me. And I was like, I did just write something's missing, but I don't think that's it. And then like right after I said that fucking Tawei hits a suicide dive and all this crazy shit starts happening, I'm like, I ain't missing shit no more. Is Now we're cooking. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he hits that apron choke slam. Um, Tawe oh, gets it in as the legal man. He's uh, him and Masawa are going at it. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. These are four all-time greats. Just yeah, yeah. Um, you just four. drop the mic at that point, and you're just like, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Not like the finish was great either. Uh, what was the finish? Why am I trying to blank on this right now? I oh, don't even remember. Didn't Kawada just hit him with the power? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah Kawada just power bombed him. Yeah. It wasn't like a legendary is. finish or anything. The finishing stretch was fun and very exciting because they they did a really good job of all four all four performers made it look like there was this struggle to like. They, oh yeah, yeah. They wanted it, you know. So. um you know, it again. I mean, 
four and three quarters, you know, I hate that we just spent all this time, like, making it sound like we hated this match. (laughs) It's a four and three quarter match. It's still four and three quarters. It's still four and three quarters. It's still Holy Demon Army versus Misawa and Nakiyama. Yeah, it's, you know, it's, but, you know, on that scale, it's kind of fucked up, you know. Uh, yeah, again, Kawada, uh, I just want to reiterate on the Kawada thing. Just incredible selling during that stretch there in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just incredible. Now let's get to the match we have the most to say about. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, there's been enough talk. It's time for the main event, but... Uh, Actually, we uh we got a lot of talking to do with this one. I got a page full of notes right here. I put oh, oh my god on Twitter. I had to put. I swear to God, this is true too. You know this. Yeah, I had more notes for the first ten minutes of just the match, not even like the entrances or any of that. Just the match. I had more notes about the first ten minutes of after the bell than I've had about fifty like for fifty minute all Japan classics. Uh, fucking peak Vader matches, whatever you want to, uh, all time great Joshi matches, Lucha matches. I, I had all these notes all ready for this match because I was just like watching this and I was like, I don't know. I, I wasn't feeling this one. It's very, you know uh, it's just real very WWF. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay, so I'll, I'll I'll introduce it. It's Taker versus Undertaker versus Kane WrestleMania, WrestleMania 14. fourteen. Yeah, uh, Boston Gardens. They um. Okay, so uh, I'll give my own little personal note. I don't know if you know this story. Uh, I've met Pete Rose twice. Um, the first time I met him, we were at. Uh, I was very young, and he was at like a sports memorabilia show in Kansas City. And I was so young, I wasn't fucking thinking about it, right? But he's got, like, some obscure fucking football game on, like college football. And my dad just goes up to him, and we talk to Pete Rose, and, you know, I'm talking to him. Like, my grandpa went to high school with Pete Rose. Legit. Really? Maddie, yeah. And, um, like, yeah, everyone here, like, from back then, they've met Rose, Finch, whoever, uh, from those, you know, big red machine teams. And, uh, yeah. So <laughs> we walk away. Stupid ass say like something about Kane. No, no, no. This was, this would have been before Kane. This would have been, Oh, this would have been, I'm going to guess like 1995. Oh, okay. But so me and my dad, like after we get done and Pete's super nice to me. He's like, you can call me, you can call me Pete. Uh, you don't have to call me Mr. Rose and all this stuff. And we get done talking and we go to walk away. And my dad, I guess it just clicked for him that Pete was watching some obscure fucking college football game. And he just looks at me and goes, he had money on that game. You know that, right? <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> yeah, so uh, that's my uh, first Pete Rose story. My second Pete Rose story was... Uh, I uh, actually bought like two autographed uh, bobbleheads off of him. And by the time I went to sell them, all of his like autographed 
uh, memorabilia was worth such shit because he like he'll just go somewhere and sign five thousand things, and like if if he's put five thousand more out on the streets, then your shit's worthless again. Like, so yeah, that's. And then I did okay. So, regardless of personal stories about uh, Pete Rose, why did they have a heel come out and beat him up? I have no clue. Why didn't they have Taker beat him up? I or well, no I logic. Mean, have a different. Have a different. I mean, you can't because you can't have Undertaker come out there and just beat him up because that would look weird too. But they had baby faces on that roster. They could have had. I don't know, fucking Ken Shamrock put him in an ankle lock or something. I don't know. So, yeah, they, um... They chose Kane. That was yeah, awkward at first. Of all fucking people. And somehow, wait, Pete Rose was the second most likable person in this match still, uh, behind Paul Bear. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Oh my god, you did not like this match. I don't like these performers. Um... So no, it I, okay. It's not so, that bad. It wasn't that bad. It's so okay. So my notes here. I've got uh, you got like the spooky entrance. I don't hate the spooky stuff inherently. Like I like uh, I like Malachi Black, you know, or whatever. As long as it doesn't get too crazy with it. I said it was a decent start. Um, Undertaker strikes were always good. Um, did the crowd seem weird to you? crowd was a little off it was like at first i was like maybe they're like so taken aback like they're like oh we finally get to see these two dudes fight because i i haven't seen this match in forever and i remember being really excited for it when i was nine and um there was like a big pop when they had the face off and then it just died yeah Uh, and then it would be pops for like big spots and stuff um but isn't that every WWF match, isn't it? it like, it, it, it dies to death. It really is. Outside of, like, what, uh, Peak Hogan, if he was against the right heel, um, in the right arena, too, had to be that. Uh, right. Or the right Austin match. Yeah, it's that's always been their crowds. Um, I think this is, like, the best Kane match. It... it it really showcases Kane in the best way, but it's it's fucking Kane. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. So we were t- we were trying to figure out like what's the best. Like as I was watching it, I was just on Discord. We were talking about like what's the best, what's the best Kane match ever, and we were like trying to maybe think, like, WrestleMania 17 that three way with Big well, Show we, and Raven. We, we started trying to do just one-on-ones just to be completely, so he's not like getting super carried or whatever. And we were like, well, maybe something with Danielson or uh, the guy that can't be mentioned or um, who else? Uh, what, I mean, the one that joined Grace? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe. I was like, why? <laughs> why? We were, we were let's not fun. let's not let's not get ourselves in trouble we were, we were that fucking bored why no all right whatever fucking stupid shit. we're not uh, that podcast anymore no no um 
so yeah no uh i've thought about like uh kane's matches people used to love his matches with like he had like a couple matches with albert on like smackdown in 2001 that people loved i don't know maybe something with waltman it's all bad did you okay i found this out kane's kane's rating as a performer on cage match is higher than any of his matches that's a okay. really weird that's a really weird stat, isn't it? It is. Uh-oh. Yeah. So all right, uh back to the match. Kane sucks. But, uh he's they, they they tried a tree of woe spot. He tries a tree of woe spot with the Undertaker who's what, six nine? Like, Why did we do this? And then um Yeah, that tree of woe spot was a little awkward. Um and and then they like again, and I'm nitpicking this harder just because I want to make jokes about it. But uh, they had like this, they had this spot where this was like you remember like the um, the old TNA main events where they would like the ref would use their own uh, set of rules to make sure there was a winner. But it was like, wait, you're doing that in every match, like right. Why is this the Rhino? Why are you doing this for the third match on the card with Rhino versus fucking Abyss? But you also have to do it with Jarrett. Like, there's not even anything on the line. Anyway, whatever. Right. So, Paul Bear distracts the ref. Kane hits Undertaker with the stairs. The stairs bounce back and damn near hit the fucking ref. I'm like, this is. <laughs> That that was comedy gold right there. I, so then he, he distracts the ref again, and he does some sort of spot where he hits he hits he hits like the bottom thing of the stairs with the top thing of the stairs, and I'm like, dude, that's the exact same sound uh, it makes outside when Rumpke comes picks up my dumpster. Like, how's the ref missing this? And the ref I just is supposed to be dumb in WWE, so I, I guess. I they had dude they had Undertaker out here selling kicks from Paul Bear. Uh oh god. Uh, yeah. Maybe this wasn't a great match, but it's <laughs> no, so that then they get to the Tope Suicido, which is an all time great spot. Yeah, that uh, Tope Suicido was great. They they start doing like some um they start doing like some flying clothes. Did, did you did you see the way Hugo sold sell sell sold that's right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He like he's the one that fell out of the chair, right? Yes. Yeah. That was pretty That good. was fucking phenomenal. <laughs> I laughed my ass off at that. So uh they start doing uh Undertaker goes MMA zombie on him. Then they do like some tombstones, whatever. They, it was, I don't know. It gets good towards the finish. About from the Tope Suicida on, it gets fine. Yeah, and, it's fine. It's fine for what it is. It's not that bad. I went two and a half. I went three and a quarter. So here's the thing. I was, I was like right at three. And one of my least favorite things about watching the old Undertaker matches is like every feud he has from, I don't know, for like the entirety of the fucking 90s when he's a babyface. It's always 
I've never seen The Undertaker get beat up like this. It's fucking Mabel did it to him. I never, uh, I never seen him kick out of the tombstone. And yeah, it's so Jr. Jr. says I've never. He said it like towards the beginning of the match, the middle of the match, and after the match. And I was like, no, I'm taking points off this now because I'm so sick of hearing this. Like, we get it. You're doing the same exact feud you did with Mabel, and King Kong Bundy, and. Whoever the fuck else, whatever big lug you had him wrestle, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, they even did yeah, it. I'm with Foley. in a quarter. They they did, they would do it with Foley. Like Foley would get the upper hand in, in an angle with Undertaker, and they'd be like, "Oh, I've never seen, dude, shut up, please." So yeah, two and a half. I think is fine for that match. Yeah, I think three and a quarter is fine. I so. I will say um, what it did for Kane. I mean, it did do a good job of making Kane look like a legit monster. Even in a loss. He kicked out two tombstones. Yeah, it it was booked well. It's just, it's just, it's WWE. So, yeah. It's it's very very WWE because even like the pacing is like the pacing lends itself to what we were saying about the crowds earlier where it's like they only pop for big stuff. Well, only big stuff is happening. Like, oh my god! Oh, I skipped over one thing in my notes. They're still inside, but Kane hits a fucking choke slam and then grabs a fucking chin lock. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't believe what I just saw. I was like, he had a near finisher and then was like, let me work my chin. The fuck? I was aghast. <laughs> that would like you were aghast. That was that was the W. Like that's a very WWF thing. But we'll get better next week as it's something very WWE. Sasha Banks versus Charlotte. Hell in a oh, cell. You mean soon to be not WWE anymore? <laughs> Might be Sasha both of them gone. Might be both of them gone here soon enough, but whatever. Uh, yeah, free Sasha. Um, Minami Toyota versus Shinobu Takandori. It's something not WWE. It's All Japan Women from 1998, August 23rd. I I can't wait for that one. Kiyoshi Tamura versus Tsuyoshi Kosaka from U Style 2404. All right. And then Butch Reed versus Dick Murdoch. Mid-South. See, yeah, that's, I, I can't, see, I like that too. I like, um, I don't know, I, I haven't really gone back and watched Mid-South in a while, so neither, like, I haven't gone back and watched, like, all the great angles and promos, nor, like, the old list of great matches from there. So that one I'm pretty excited for. Plugs, plugs, plugs. Uh, where's my Twitter now? At Adam, you're, don't even follow me on Twitter. I'm I'm a menace on there. I'm just a shit poster. I just I don't know. Don't uh, Adam shock. Yuri NTWF. Yeah, that's it. Uh, shout out to NTWF. Um, shout out to I want to give a special shout out to uh, Garden State Pro Wrestling. Garden uh, State Pro Wrestling. Yep. Yeah. Um trying to think just shout out to everybody twitter discord whatever shouts uh social suplex everybody 
yeah, social suplex, doing it up as always. Um, yeah, Rich, Rich Wada, Liv Morgan never wins. <laughs> <laughs> Liv Morgan does never win. Let's and, see how long she. I can't wait. How... I can't. Yo, I'm gonna go ballistic when she finally loses. <laughs> you and Rich both. Um. Um. DJ D Cooks on Twitter, great match pod on, on uh I think it's great match pod. I think that's our show Twitter. I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah, great match pod. Hey, uh, let me look real quick. Twitter. Great match pod, yeah. I was right. The <laughs> <laughs> uh, so thank you all for joining us and have a good day. Peace. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.